following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Springtime tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. Garnishing your ham with pineapple? Pair it with a delicious Chardonnay to make their taste buds swirl. Deviled eggs are even better when paired with a light, dry wine like a bubbly Prosecco or a Pinot Grigio. For me, nothing beats recommending a great wine. And with such an extensive selection, I can help you find the perfect one in your budget. Whether you're hosting or just bringing the wine, Total Wine & More has you covered with 8,000 wines, 3,000 spirits, and 2,500 beers at always low prices. Cheers! Hey, everybody, before we get going, could you please do the Forbes podcast a huge favor by filling out a less than five minute survey? Just go to podcastone.com slash my survey or go to podcastone.com and click on the survey banner. It's completely anonymous, and your responses will help us align appropriate advertisers with you, our listeners. So that we can be talking about things that are relevant to you. If you've if you filled out a survey in the past, we thank you, but we we still need you to do it again. Your efforts will help us stay free to download with minimal ads. Podcastone.com and click on the survey banner. Thank you for taking a few minutes uh, to fill out the survey. Hi, this is Eric Kane, and this is Paul Tassi, and uh, we're back for another episode of Overworld. Uh, this week we're going to talk a little bit about one of our uh, favorite favorite topics, Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> it's big uh, local event that just happened, uh, which was this crazy rocket launch that was a kind of one-time only live event, which I've oh, never yeah. really seen anything like that in a game. So, <laughs> yeah, it's so hard. So, this, so this, the tricky thing is describing this to people who maybe don't play Fortnite or don't uh, know much about Fortnite. I mean, it's a it was a one-time event. Where no matter what you were, what game you were playing, what mode you were playing, uh, if you were in there at 10:30 a.m. Pacific uh, on this sat this last Saturday, you had a chance to see this rocket go off and do all this crazy stuff. But you had to be in the game in a match or watching a stream of someone in the game on a match. What were you watching a stream or were you playing? Yeah, I didn't want to risk it, like because I knew this was like so pivotal to, <laughs> to, to witness. So I just watched. Well. I watched Ninja and then um, I was like, all right, well, maybe I'll try and log into and maybe I can like switch between screens while this is happening. But then by the time I, I did that, the queue was too long. <laughs> yeah. So I just watched Ninja do it and he, of course, didn't die. So it was yeah. still worthwhile. But well, we'll talk more about that in a second. But first, uh, we're going to jump in with our, uh, our uh, break from our sponsors. Uh, support for Overworld comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans who are excited to introduce their all-new Rate Shield approval. If you're in the market to buy a home, Rate Shield approval is a real game changer, and here's why. First, Quicken Loans will lock your rate up for 90 days while you shop. But here's the crucial part. If rates go up, your rate stays the same. But if rates go down, your rate also drops. Either way, you win. It's the kind of thing thinking you'd expect from America's largest mortgage lender. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash Forbes. That's rocketmortgage.com slash F-O-R-B-E-S. All right, uh, back to Fortnite. Yeah, I so I did both. I, I logged into uh, a game and and then I logged out again because I was like a little too early and it was fifty versus fifty and I was too far away from where the from the evil lair. Oh, okay. So I logged back out. I had Ninja's stream going on my laptop. Logged back in and I flew and I landed right next to the evil lair. Right as the I mean, literally as I was coming down to land, the rocket was taking off. So I watched it like as it took off and I landed and then you know what what followed was just 
I mean, I don't think anybody expected the crazy. Yeah, I think we got we got to back up and give a little bit more background on this. Like, <laughs> okay. right. it was just background, okay. Yes. So, <laughs> Fortnite, as of kind of like season three, started doing this thing where I'm probably gonna write an article about this soon, but like. Fortnite has essentially become lost, <laughs> like like the show Lost, not like Lost in terms of direction, like where so now it's trying to kind of do these little mysteries that are kind of littered throughout the map, and there's no real story to to this game. Like there is a little bit in Save the World mode, but in Battle Royale, it's just sort of this loose, nebulous hodgepodge of concepts, and yet it's still kind of created this weirdly compelling narrative. Whereas, for example, in season three a comet appeared in the sky and it was like slowly kind of descending toward the map. And so everyone was, was speculating about what, what it was going to hit. And then in the final week, there were like little tiny meteors falling on the map and like, you know, uh, TVs predicting the end of the world and all this stuff. And it was kind of a cool event. And now they've kind of taken that to a new level where after the comet hit, now we've had this kind of superhero themed season and all season long, like I saw someone try to piece together the actual story of this, quote unquote, <laughs> where it's the, the comet hit, the visitor emerges from the comet after it's being drilled open. He transports hop rocks to the rocket. And then the last couple of weeks we've been hearing about the rocket is, is going to launch. And some people thought it might be something you could do in game, like you press a button and like it blows some people up on the map. Or one day we just log in and suddenly the rocket was airborne. But Epic surprised everyone by saying just outright, they're like, nope, we're watch- we're launching the rocket on Saturday at 1030 Pacific and you have to be in a game to see it. And this is only happening once. And everyone was like, wait, what? <laughs> because this doesn't I, I mean, I've been tracking my brain trying to think of examples like this. And this kind of this kind of thing just doesn't happen where it's across every game, no matter what you're doing on every platform you know, maybe that many games aren't just singular maps, but like I, I cannot really think of an equivalent to this other than like the opening of maybe like a new dungeon and WoW or something like that. But I, I have not seen kind of a one-time event like this before, which is something that I think they're going to try and do more of in the future. But I, I mean, can you think of anything to really compare this to? Because I'm no, I'm having that's, difficulty. That's really the trouble because I mean, lots of games have events. But usually it's like it goes on for a week or a weekend or, you know, or you can doesn't you don't have to log in just at this specific time. You can log in at any time and it'll happen in the game. You know, some big thing will happen. But but this was a one time event like you had to be there at that time or you were going to miss it Uh, and you had to stay alive. Although from what I've heard, you know. In a lot of these matches, people weren't really killing each other. They were all just hanging out watching the rocket. Yeah, and people who were killing other people got, like, horribly shamed. Like, there was some streamer who was, like, (laughs) killing people, and uh, he, like, got totally shamed on Reddit. I was on the Ninja stream. I don't know if you saw this. It was funny because, like, the rocket launched, and, like, everyone's watching, and, like, Ninja was, like, very carefully trying not to, like, mess up people's expectation of it just by killing them but once it got like fully airborne he's like oh well i guess it's over and he starts just like shotgunning people <laughs> and then all this other stuff starts happening he's like whoa 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 <laughs> so I, yeah and then he felt bad i heard him saying later he's like oh i wish i hadn't knocked so many people out like yeah he's like i didn't like but, fully kill anyone i just knocked them <laughs> like, yeah. I, hopefully people realize that if they just didn't leave the game they could just go back into a replay and well, that, that's the thing. It's like so. This is like these yeah. this one time only event. However, 
you know, it's it's been filmed from and screenshotted from probably what a hundred thousand different <laughs> angles across the community. So like that's why it's kind of created this cool moment where like, yeah, it was cool to watch it live, but also it's you know, it's also cool to watch, you know, a million different people's perspectives of it. Like I had a buddy who got a victory at like purposely timed getting a victory royale so he could do it as the rocket was launching, like oh, wow. in the background. Uh, and the people have made like highlight videos and stuff like that. So it's, it's been a really just kind of an awesome, uh, a moment that I think it was exactly in what Epic was planning. And I mean, we haven't even touched on this yet, but I cannot believe nothing got screwed up. Like the servers didn't crash or anything like that. I, I'm yeah. stunned that that, cause you know, this is not exactly the most stable game in the world <laughs> to begin with. So I, I have to applaud them for, for being able to pull that off. Yeah, no, it's you know, in so so many games from major studios will launch and have problems, you know. And this was just—I I can't even—I don't even know how many players logged in to see this, but it must have been huge. And yeah, well, and yet it went some stats with, on it, but yeah, I mean, it, and it went off without a hitch. I mean, they literally not only launched a rocket, but this rocket zipped around the map. It 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 did a, a fake out at Tilted Towers, <laughs> which is so really awesome. cool. And then it, you know, it burst through a, a rip in the, you know, reality and, and disappeared and then came out from another location and it, it crisscrossed the map and finally broke a great big crack in the sky or the dome or whatever it is. And this all happened in, in real time. They changed the map they, without any uh, downtime, without any, you know, it's just, it's just a mind boggling thing to, to behold. I, I was really glad I was in there, even though I didn't get the best angle. There's much better angles from other other people that recorded it um but my video i, I recorded a two-minute video and it, it's done one hundred and seventy thousand views on youtube you seriously know, it's just yeah <laughs> it's insane it's one of my biggest youtube videos that's ever there's got to be so <laughs> many videos of that but that's awesome I know. it's crazy <laughs> yeah well fortnite has most of my fortnite posts on youtube do tens of thousands if not over Hundred thousand hits, it's, and all I do is just post these. Little Seriously, <laughs> yeah. yeah so, so you've secretly become a Fortnite YouTuber. Um, I mean, kind of. I, I you want me to make you some some clickbait thumbnails for you that, <laughs> yeah. with arrows? I don't and, do the clickbait thumbnails. All I do, I don't even streaming. do the any thumbnails. <laughs> like I can't, I can't get down with the YouTube clickbaity like. Yeah, it's just all. Uh, it's, I, I, I'm oh. impressed you're doing that kind of those kind of views on that. That's really good. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I I'm confused by it, but I'll take it. You know. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it's uh, anyways. It was really. It's an amazing event, and then it also, like you were saying, you know, with with season three and the comet, which was awesome. No one thought you could top the comet, but then this rocket is just so much bigger and more crazy. But it it paves the way for the next season and. And there's not really a clear like if you look back at season four, I mean, I know there was like a superhero ish theme, but it was also like a film theme. Like there was movie cameras everywhere and green screens and movie sets and like it's not super clear. I mean, if you were to say what is the real theme, what's the story of season four? I mean, I know there's this idea that that the visitor that emerged, like that there's that going on, there's the evil lair. But it's also like, yeah. How does that? I, I, I still can't even tell movie. you like whether I can't even tell you that if the superheroes are like actors or actual superheroes at this right. point. Like I still don't even know the answer to that question. So and it's now this week very nebulous. Yeah, and we've got the detectives now, like the the the, uh, the gumshoe. Yeah, they just like and, randomly th- throw in other skins that have nothing to do with anything, like the burglar skins for this season too. Yeah, and like at a certain point, you just have to be like, okay, this. <laughs> 
they just ran out of superheroes and they're just kind of doing because they're not going to do like a detective themed season or something, but they still want to make those skins. So, yeah, so sometimes they like just do random stuff. I mean, I feel like the detectives are almost like I mean, you could you could make it what you want. You could say, well, the, de- the detectives are here now because they're investigating what happened with the rocket, you know, or or there it's a call. It's like a call out to all this the cyber sleuths online that have been digging up clues and. And finding all this stuff to to talk about the rocket to talk, you know, because there's yeah. there's between leaks and like fan theories, it's almost like Westworld. Also, you know, you said Lost, but I guess also like Westworld, where there's just so much speculation online and so many. Well, uh, to a certain point, I mean, even more so than Westworld, I think fans are dictating some of this sure? <laughs> because yeah. I, I, you know you wouldn't have had something like say that tilted rocket fake out without all the fan theories about Tilted being nuked for the past season. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that was very yeah. clearly a direct response to that. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. you know, and other stuff like that happens. And, like, they've, I mean, they've clearly taken fan skins and just turned them into real skins on multiple occasions. Um, you know, that happens all the time. I wonder if those creators are ever compensated for that, actually. But, um yeah, Epic so doesn't make enough money off this game to compensate. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Only 150 million a month, or whatever it's up to now. 318 last month. Yeah, 318 million. 318. Oh yeah, no, it is 300. I was thinking of Pokemon. Yep, no, that's you, double what Pokemon's making. So there's an interesting figure um, in the U.S. In May, all software sales totaled 270 million dollars for video games in the in the U.S. But Fortnite made three hundred and eighteen million from microtransactions <laughs> that's, alone. That's that's global, but it's a free to play game, and it's it's making more in some than what everything else is making that the NPD tracks at least. Yeah, well, it's a free to play game where on average a player will spend sixty dollars, <laughs> including including the players who spend nothing. Um, yeah. if, if you're just counting the players who spend something, it's like eighty five dollars. Um, it's. Because I mean, a legendary skin is what twenty twenty five bucks each. Like, you know, and then you, yeah, yeah then you got to get the the glider and <laughs> the pickaxe, yeah, and then last. it's like thirty five bucks or forty bucks, and like so, like a full set of something is practically like forty bucks half the time. And like you can yeah. talk about the value of the battle pass and this and that, but like Epic knows what they're doing with these skins, and like I, they save, I'd say probably eighty percent of their really good skins to not be in the battle pass. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a couple good ones in the battle pass, and you're you're getting a lot of value for ten bucks. But they very clearly are are keeping a lot of their best skins out of that, and I, I yeah. think they'll they'll continue to do that. Well, yeah, I mean, and it makes sense. I mean, you really don't have to spend anything. I think the battle pass, the value there for me at least, is isn't even in the, the things you unlock. Really, I mean, that's fun, but it's it's the fun of like completing the challenges. Yeah. It's something to work toward. Like otherwise it's, I, I, you know, you need some sort of progression system. And that's kind of why I find overwatch a little frustrating because the progression system is literally just get your next loot box essentially, or I guess, you know, try and move up the rank ladder, but it's, it's, or get your golden gun skin for your (laughs) your person. But um, yeah, it's, it's a lot different in Fortnite, And I think that kind of core progression is, very necessary for a game like this. Yeah, I mean, in other games, so that's one reason why I think people enjoy Call of Duty also is that, um, you know, aside from their loot box system, you know, you have to level up by playing the game and unlocking all the weapons and then prestiging and doing all that stuff. So there's this constant sense of progression that I think keeps it, you know, because, you know, let's face it, Call of Duty, Fortnite, these are just games where you log in to 
kill other players and win. That's that's pretty much the whole game. Yeah. And without some kind of progression system, that's going to get old. Well, and Fortnite's uh, done a clever job of it because like call, they can't do a Call of Duty progression system where you unlock weapons and stuff because that that would defeat the whole purpose of the game because there's no loadouts it's it's all right. about finding stuff on the map so to kind of come up with this system that is still a pretty you know motivating progression system but has nothing to do with the call of duty like progression system is I, you know i'm not going to pretend they're the first person ever to do this but i mean they've certainly popularized it so well they've done it very well yeah. and then incorporating things like the rocket launch which you don't need the battle pass for you know the, incorporating this very uh, mysterious, interesting, but not really like in-your-face story into the game really has worked wonders, and they're getting better and better at it. Yeah, um, and I think it's I, only going to continue to increase. But oh wait, I have a good, I have a good transition. Speaking of rockets, <laughs> <laughs> time for a, yes. another word from our our, our sponsor. <laughs> Yes, support for Overworld comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. Let's talk about buying a home. It can be one of the most important purchases you'll ever make. But today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with unexpected higher payments, which can turn a great experience into an anxious one. That's why Quicken Loans created their exclusive power buying process. Here's how it works. They check your income, assets, and credit to give you a verified approval. This gives you the strength of a cash buyer, making your offer more attractive to sellers. Once verified, you qualify for their exclusive rate shield approval. They'll lock your interest rate for up to 90 days while you shop for your new home. Then once you've found the one, if rates have gone up, your rate stays the same. But if rates have gone down, you get to keep that new lower rate. Either way, you win. It's the kind of thinking you'd expect from America's largest mortgage lender. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash overworld, I think, or slash Forbes. <laughs> I'll have to clarify that later. Uh, rate shield <laughs> approval, uh, only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. Uh, based on Quicken Loans data in comparison to public data records. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NM NMLS, consumeraccess.org number 3030. And I think it's rocketmortgage.com slash... Forbes. Forbes? Is it? Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah that's what the first Got to get that part right. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Sorry, we, were, we were a little mixed up by the copy we were reading Yes, there. yes. Um, anyways, there's a good seg, though. Rocket. We're talking about a rocket, then it's Rocket Mortgage. Yep, yep. That, that should be easy to remember. <laughs> um, so, um, back to the rocket, though. The rocket has cracked a hole in the dome above the map. There's no uh, way. There's no dome. There's not an actual dome. The storm shield is a dome. Is it? The storm, the storm circle, right? The storm circle comes in, and you can see it above you, right? It's like a, it's like a, in the sky, it looks all like, like uh, warped, you know? Yeah. So you think like, you it, think we're like in an actual dome, like it's yeah. Stephen King novel or something? Okay. Yeah, it's like that. And see, then I, I think the dome contracts as the as the storm circle approaches, killing everything, and then unretracts and becomes just a big dome again over everything. Okay. And I think it's cracked it somehow. I'm going to go you know? with it's just a tear in like space time. <laughs> and there is no What's physical the there is no physical dome <laughs> above it. That's that's my theory. But because the, you, you know, there's the crack in the sky, but there's also cracks. We saw cracks everywhere else too, and those those cracks mm -hmm. clearly weren't on like a wall of a dome. Like they're just kind of out in the open. So True. that would be my counter response to that. And it's like portals almost, right? Yeah, but it's the same it's the same type of thing as what we're seeing in the sky, right? I mean it's it's the exact same sort of like spider web 
crack effects. Right. Right. That's true. That's a good point. Which reminds what me now that story? it's like daily reset time. I should probably go check on the Lonely Lodge portal and see if it did anything else. <laughs> but Soon enough. Yeah. So that's what's happening now. So like the other part of this is that Epic is – I don't know what they're doing, but like they, they've somehow accelerated to even kind of daily progression updates where – even in just the last 48 hours, um, there was like a tiny shimmer at Lonely Lodge, which has now progressed to a larger kind of crack rift thing. And then another portal appeared by the motel by Anarchy Acres. And then the sky crack is getting bigger also. And that seems like it's going to continue happening every day. So that leads us into like kind of what is going on with season five and the theories surrounding that. And that's kind of I guess a combination of, of common sense guessing and then maybe some actual leaks that we don't really know the validity of because despite all the leaks I've seen in the run-up to this, no one predicted what the crazy stuff that happened with the rocket with all the warping and the crack and everything. So yeah. I'm not actually yeah. sure that any of the current theories we've been hearing are, are correct for sure. The one that makes the most sense to me is this historical idea about how these are like opening up time rifts and this, this theme of season five is going to be history where there's going to be Egyptian skins and Greek skins and, and these breaches may open up and transform certain sections of the map into like different historical periods. And so like one, one part of the map, like, you know, uh, Lonely Lodge might be transformed into like Greek town <laughs> and then, you know, an Egyptian pyramid or something and Anarchy Acres. So yeah. that sounds yeah. goofy, but Fortnite is incredibly goofy. So I would not even go. Yeah, I, I, I would not. You know, you know, with Egypt, we've already heard leaks about a desert coming and stuff like that. So I, that to me has some sort of validity as a theory, at least. And I guess we'll see what happens. But. Well, I mean, it's interesting when you look at, you know, Save the World, which is a game I need to start or the mode that I need to start playing. Have you played that yet? Barely, just a little bit. Yeah, I need to do that. But, you know, they've they sometimes there's parallels between those and they've just um, added a new area called Canny Valley, which is like a desert area. I could definitely and then they found desert files in the leaked file or in the, you know, data mining. Um, So I would I would not be surprised to see some sort of desert area on the map. I mean, the rest of this stuff, like Egyptian or Greek, you know, I don't think there's been any sort of hard evidence or, or data mining to back any of that up. But it, I would, it would be very, I mean, space time and all that, it makes sense with these yeah, cracks. Conceptually, it makes sense. So. Yeah, conceptually. But we don't know. You know, there's, it's, it could also, we've heard of this Leviathan, right? Yeah, that's which, the other half of this, which I don't which is a huge quite know how that would. To the game. Yeah, I don't, I don't quite know what that has to do with the historical theme, unless it's like literally a dinosaur but right. It could be a dinosaur. That would make sense. Yeah. That's the other thing I can see happening is like, you know, interdimensional rifts. What come out of those in sci-fi monsters? <laughs> so yeah. that, oh, yeah. you know, I could see some giant thing descending from the sky or coming out of one of these portals. And then I, it's, yeah, the rumor is that there's some sort of, of mode where it's like a team escort thing where you have to escort the Leviathan from one part of the map to the other part of the map. And I, I think a player controls the Leviathan or something. I, I'm not entirely sure, but that yeah. all sounds a little weird to me. Um, I don't, I don't, and like, there's no building in that mode. I don't, I don't, so I don't know. I'm not fully sure how that's going to play out. And if that exi- if that happens the way people are predicting, but I don't know, that sounds a, li- a little strange to me, there, but there are clues about that one with the giant monster footprint. 
Um, right. But that's pretty much the only clue. So <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Yeah. It's so hard to say. And that's something that could even happen much further down the line, like weeks from now, you know, like the seasons kind of, I mean, they're not super distinct. Like season four and season three, you know, there was a lot of space themed stuff in season three. You know, there was a lot of skins that were space themed and, and then we get the rocket in season four. So there's a lot of carryover of that sort of space theme going on in season four still. So I don't know, like, if we'll see really a really hard change in what we're what we're getting. I, I just, I don't know. I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah, I, I think we're going to see less. Well, well, I think back in, like, season two, Epic didn't really even know quite what they were doing. Like, I just, they're like, oh, astronauts, that'll be a fun thing. But then once they figured out the comet and that people liked things like the comet, I think they kind of transitioned their model going forward. I think we're going to see more of these sort of, big events mixed with ongoing changes. And so you'll have big events like the meteor strike or the rocket launch, but then you might have slow progression where, you know, another part of the, another part of the historical theory is maybe every week a new breach fully opens and there, it transforms a new part of the map. Um, yeah. And then you slowly see the, the breaches getting bigger every day with daily updates that don't require, you know, huge patches or anything. So it's not even quite clear what the capability, you know, the limits of the capabilities of Epic with this engine right now, because it's, it's proving flexible beyond like what, you know, anyone expected out of this game and across other games too. Like this is still an era where it takes like destiny six months to like patch (laughs) something that's like a clearly obvious fix. And like Epic is like live updating their game, like in real time, which is just insane. Yeah, it's just it's a great advertisement for the Unreal Engine. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, and it also it it's also interesting to look at Fortnite as opposed to um, PUBG in this light, which both use the same engine, but obviously you know Epic being the creator of the engine and a, a pretty large company is able to do just work just magic with the game. <laughs> it's it's unbelievable. Um, whereas you know PUBG still struggles. I, I don't. I I have such a hard time playing that game now. I really, I, I used to enjoy it more, but now it's like, just so ugly and it's so buggy. Yeah, well, when it was like the only no dedicated excuse. VR in town, it was one thing. But now, I mean, Fortnite itself is just such a great alternative. And then you have other stuff like Realm Royale and it just, yeah. it doesn't, you know, it's, I guess it still has a, an audience clearly, but oh, yeah. it's it's a lot more of an uphill battle to kind of be interested in that game. I, I don't know. I, it still has kind of its legions of fans and it's something like the, fifth best-selling game ever which is insane yeah, it's crazy but <laughs> that's well, they're trying to for you but yeah they're, they're trying to um you know emulate what fortnite's doing with the battle pass now also with their event pass but it's just again it's just such a it, it just doesn't work the same you know it's it's a four-week event pass instead of a 10-week event pass it costs the same amount of money but you get a lot that's less it? from seriously it. Ugh, gross. Lot, yeah and you don't have as much and that time costs money in the first place <laughs> Yeah, and then the cosmetics, it's like, I mean, I'm sorry, but there's just nothing attractive about the cosmetics in PUBG to begin with. Yeah. It's not a it's not a distinct look. I'd love to have a hardcore military battle royale game similar to PUBG, but that that actually, you know, ran really well and looked good. And, well, you know, it's uh, just... I think you're in luck. There's this game I've heard of called Call of Duty that's making a battle royale mode. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. But <laughs> um, Oh, did you ever hop into the uh, the Battlefield 5? No, not yet. I haven't had Alpha. time. Have you? 
Yeah, I have. Is that under embargo uh, or is, is that? Topic. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Okay. Think so. I think it's just wide open. I know. I think people have been streaming it and stuff. You should give it is a shot. Is the Battle Royale for that live yet, or is it no, other no. stuff? It's just their big um, operations oh, okay. and conquest modes. I think is all that you can play. Gotcha. It's. I don't know. It's crazy. It's it's interesting playing going from a battle royale game into something where matches last like thirty minutes, <laughs> you know, forty five minutes. It just goes on and on. Arduous, and on. yeah, um, yeah. It's it's really. I don't know. Maybe I've just maybe these games are ruining us. These battle royales. Well, I mean, you've also never <laughs> been like a huge <laughs> battlefield battlefront, you know, fans. So. Right. It's funny though. Like I, I I don't know. It's just it's these are both types of games that use a great big map but and and then in, you take something like 50 versus 50 in Fortnite, and and it's you know it's big team based uh fights just like battlefield but for for whatever reason it's just just doesn't scratch the same itch you know um i i found in the alpha that it's just so much going on you know it's it's so the graphics are great to the point where there's you know in one map there's snowflakes falling all around you the whole time and it's just like gunfire and snowflakes and all this detail everywhere and i can't even tell half the time who's on my team and who's not on my team yeah well that's a, that's the difference that's with fortnite is like even if it's a hundred players it's still a, like a relatively peaceful game i mean not obviously not during yeah. when you actually run into firefights but a lot of fights in fortnite are like really spread out where it'll be like two two squads firing at each other from far away and like yeah you'll get up close for like build battles and shotgunning and stuff but Generally, it's kind of like a lot of, of running and scavenging and like being by yourself. <laughs> and it's yeah. not like, you know, spawn, die, kill, repeat. You know, it's it's a little more laid back than that because death is so meaningful that you, you got to kind of take your time with it. Unless you're like a pro streamer, that's like 360 no scoping your way to the final circle. <laughs> but it's, it's a yeah. much different experience. And I think it's a little I, I don't want to say like relaxing or like laid back, but it is, it is significantly different than these kind of other shooters where it's just go, 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 nonstop kind of all the time. Whereas in Fortnite, you might only get like one or two kills and in win even. Um, yeah. It's it's just a lot different. Yeah, it, it really is. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess variety is the spice of life and all that. So I, I, I don't want to just play Fortnite all the time, although I find myself doing <laughs> How's that, that working out for you? Uh, <laughs> It's pretty good. I mean, I, I'm, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm getting better, but everyone else is getting better also. So that makes it. Yeah, tricky. that's true. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm leaving a lot of other games that I should be playing to the side, but uh, I don't know. That's what, that's what uh, Epic is doing so well. They really, they've really grasped this games as service concept. Really. Yeah. This is like kind of the first one to really get games as service. Correct. I mean, be- between being like free to play yeah. to begin with and then the battle pass and the microtransactions that people don't really have a problem with and they're still making just insane amounts of money like it's kind of the, the perfect the storm field. no pun intended yeah. but <laughs> and yeah, i have not seen many so, other games emulate that i know i know and, and there's so many that are trying i don't know it's it's a really it's something that i feel like we can we're just going to keep wanting to examine as we go and as more games maybe try to try to get on that on that bandwagon because it's just in stark contrast to anything else I've seen. I mean, it just, it, it allows you to play as much or as little as you want and still feel like you're making some headway. And it allows you to play or pay to to get what you want. And it never make gives anyone a single thing that gives them an advantage actually out on the battlefield, except for practice. You know, the more you practice, the better you're going to be. 
Um, so it's just just really an, an interesting game. So what do you think though? Let's let's talk about season the the, the what's going to happen between now and the start of season five. What are we going to see? I think. Well, it's only like a, what a week and a half away now. We can have I think we're going to get at least a half dozen breaches opening by the time it rolls around. And then I think the big transition will be at least one of those open and creates and like consumes a whole zone and then puts something entirely new in its place. And then maybe we start this process of like that happening once a week or something like that. The sky crack, I'm, I'm less sure about. Like, I guess that could just completely shatter and like change the whole map just in, in one go. But since they've been doing these kind of more gradual updates, um, maybe that's, that's more likely. I don't, I don't know if like Leviathan is going to come bursting out of this thing on like day one and just start rampaging around the map. But I, I guess that's possible. But one thing I've learned is that even with leaks, even with all this stuff is that it's pretty hard to predict what Epic's going to do. <laughs> Because uh, before, yeah, you know, last really season, is. before the, the leak, everyone was assuming Tilted was going to get hit by the comet. Everyone was assuming an alien theme or like a post-apocalyptic theme. And like no one saw superheroes coming until... Or movies. Yeah, yeah. Superheroes <laughs> or movies until there was like literally a like NDA breaking QA tester that was like talking about it, who is now being sued. Um, so yes. I, I guess, it, I guess yeah. it depends on the validity of these <laughs> historical leaks, which I've, you know, I've heard from a few places, but... Again, we we don't really yeah. know until it happens. So, yeah, I I so the, just going off of what happened with season three to season four. I mean, what we saw was not like a, a full transformation of the map, but we did see Dusty Divot or Dusty Depot, which was one of the most boring areas on the map, turn into Dusty Divot, a giant crater. Um, do you think Epic would go so far as I mean, they, they put lots of little craters elsewhere, but do you think it's going to be one just one one area is going to be changed or added? Or well, they also had the risky reels, so maybe like two different things. Or is are we going to see like multiple areas all across the map change? I would say at least I'd say initially about. probably at least two or three, um, maybe one significantly. If it's like a total, if it's somehow if it's like a total historical area, or it's consumed by a breach and aliens come out of it or something, um, and then maybe smaller changes as the season goes on. I, I, my my gut tells me that they're only kind of get bigger and bigger in, in scale. And so, you know, not as much change yeah. from two to three and then more change from three to four. And since the reason from four to five, they might be making some pretty significant changes at this point. Um, and like, you know, opening up rifts to the pyramids and the Parthenon. And like, that sounds goofy, but like, I would not put it past them doing something that extreme and like maybe the history thing is wrong but i, I do think we're going to see major map changes in especially kind of more boring areas because i think you know as recently as what season end of season two i can't or beginning of season three when they added like wailing woods that was like a new area like not all that long ago and it's literally just yeah trees and like, like you can't even imagine like epic adding a new area like that now because they have such kind of grander plans and they're they don't oh, yeah, want definitely. areas that are just so kind of boring like that so i i think we're going to see kind of more intense areas more stuff that we're not really expecting well with all these pyramids and greek stuff we'll probably see a, a ubisoft uh, crossover with some assassin's creed skins or something um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, i wouldn't put it past them 
Uh, well, I, yeah, they're going to do more crossovers. So they haven't done skin crossovers yet, no. um, which I can I could see that ending up being problematic. But <laughs> <laughs> well, they did the uh, they have done crossovers like the Avengers crossover, which is pretty yeah the Thanos thing. But they didn't movie. sell like no. you know Marvel skins, and I I think that's probably a good idea. Yeah, it's but. it's so funny. I've gotten these messages from people um, talking about theories, and and one person is convinced that it's going to be like a crossover with the Incredibles. Like the season theme, and I'm like, no, they're not going to no. do. And they're they're pointing out that, and there's another person was like, this is, you know, there's all this uh, stuff that lines up with that movie Tomorrowland, and I'm like, I got that too. I got no, the Tomorrowland not, thing. I'm like conceptually sure. I'm like, it's not going to be like literally Tomorrowland themed, but yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's it's like I, I think some people maybe don't realize the 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 legal corporate the licensing to, issues, like, yeah. licensing, and like, what does Epic have to gain from from riffing off of a sort of failed Disney movie or even a really successful one like the Incredibles, then they're, they're pigeonholing themselves into a, into a brand, into a Disney thing. Now, could there be an Incredibles event or something like similar to, to Thanos maybe, you know, but I don't know. We'll see. The, 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 the conclusion we've come to is we have no clue what's going to happen. I have like 15% of a clue at (laughs) best. 15%, yeah. yeah. But we'll know soon because season five begins on July 12th. And between now and then, which is just 10 days, uh, a lot is going to – I assume a lot is going to happen. We have have a patch or at least a content update coming uh, Tuesday. And then the new challenges for the final week on Thursday. And probably some sort of new modes – Maybe playground mode will finally launch. Well, also remember in week ten last time, that was when we they literally were teasing the superhero thing and revealed the superhero theme was before it even happened. So we may get a full reveal of the theme in just a couple of days, even before the weekends, if that if they do something similar to that again. Yeah, so well, you just want to guess we'll know soon. Stay tuned to uh, Forbes Games. And, uh, Where we publish nonstop Fortnite articles, yeah, nonstop, <laughs> all hours of the day. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's, it's an obsession. What can we say? Yep. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. That's it for this episode of Overworld. Thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch with us, find me on Twitter at Eric Kane. You can find me on Twitter at Paul Tassie. Also, please download the show on iTunes and PodcastOne.com. And if you could, please leave a rating and review. It would really help the show out a lot. Springtime tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine and More. Garnishing your ham with pineapple? Pair it with a delicious Chardonnay to make their taste buds swirl. Deviled eggs are even better when paired with a light, dry wine like a bubbly Prosecco or a Pinot Grigio. For me, nothing beats recommending a great wine. And with such an extensive selection, I can help you find the perfect one in your budget. Whether you're hosting or just bringing the wine, Total Wine & More has you covered with 8,000 wines, 3,000 spirits, and 2,500 beers at always low prices. Cheers! At the border, I'm Ed Donahue with an AP News Minute. At the roundtable discussion today in San Antonio, Texas, President Trump heard something he said he never heard before about life along the border. Many people are dying, and the danger of living here, unless you know exactly what you're doing, is tremendous. This is Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Where are the people in Washington to stand up for these children, these women, these senior citizens? Where are they? Bring them down. Mr. President, let the Democrats come down to Brooks County. Let them come to any of these ranches. Let them see these bodies. Let them see the skeletons.
We have the photograph. Attorney General William Barr says he thinks spying did occur on Donald Trump's presidential campaign, suggesting the origins of the Russia investigation may have been mishandled. Scientists released the first image ever made of a black hole, revealing a fiery ring of gravity-twisted light swirling around the edge of the abyss. One scientist said science fiction has become science fact. I'm Ed Donahue.